0: Everybody, Welcome back to Negro Please Radio. I'm your host, Chris Allen. How's everybody doing? Glad to be back. And as usual, off the top, I want to take the time out to thank each and every last one of you guys for downloading, uh, streaming, watching on YouTube. However you watch, however, however you consume my podcast, I appreciate it. So uh, tell a friend, enemy coworker, tell somebody about the podcast. All right, man. Um, almost about three weeks into 2022. Are you liking it? Is it has it been good to you? You hate it? You're looking forward to 2023? Uh, you know what? I think I'm gonna start calling 2024 or 2020 war. I think that's <laughs> I'm gonna coin that phrase. I think that's uh, where we're headed. We had a good run here in America, folks. Uh unfortunately, uh people lose things and uh they, they can't take it. So um let's tear it all down. <laughs> God, I love all the irony about this shit. But anyway, it's been a weird week, man. I saw some weird stuff. So i uh, talk about that and get the fuck out of here. I'll start with my milestone. For those who don't know, we have a nine-year-old son. His name is Miles, and I like to talk about the different things that he's going through. Sometimes it's big. Sometimes it's small. Sometimes it's not much of anything. But uh, I think I mentioned last week we started kind of cooking together, and uh, he seems to like it. Um, he is when he likes something, he really gets into it. Cause like now he just wants scrambled eggs all the time. So we're, we're, we're uh, flying through eggs here at the house, folks. So this, this is riveting uh, podcast content. I know I could be talking about fucking conspiracy theories and QAnon and fucking, I don't know the vaccine and all that type of shit. But um, I don't know. So, what we've been cooking, uh, he's he's seems to enjoy uh, that a lot. You know, I think he, I think he feels uh, some independence, he feels some, um, uh, sense of pride when he's done. He, whenever he gets done with this plate, he's so happy. He jumps around, he goes to the wife, he's like, Hey, look, I I cut everything up myself, I cooked it all. So, uh, it's it's been fun because I, I enjoy cooking something that I, I found that I enjoyed later in life uh yeah so I mean because I, I really think the culinary arts uh gene or whatever you want the bug is in our it's in, it's in us and maybe um maybe if uh we get him started earlier once he gets over his fears of you know the really sharp knives or just the heat of the stove you know <laughs> you know all the basic shit <laughs> you shouldn't be afraid of but he's nine I get it I mean uh, we all remember when when we first started cooking that, that fucking heat is hot if you can't stand the heat, get out the kitchen. When you first start cooking, you're like, "God damn, why is this so hot and scary?" And I get it; it's a lot going on. But uh, I am proud of him. I think I already talked about it, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm proud of him. We, we're continuing to do that. Uh, I mean, now he wants to just he wants to peel and chop everything up himself, which I greatly appreciate. But I do have to stand guard because man, he can get uh, he can get a little little squirrely, man. The other night, like my son is, he's very, he can be very, um, cautious. He's very cautious. Like me. It's like, I don't know. I don't trust that. That looks kind of weird. I don't know. Let me see. I mean, he tests everything up before he tries food. Uh, you know, he likes to watch observe. And, um, so the other night he is riding around his on his skateboard in the house. We bought him a longboard last summer. And, uh, you know it's a skateboard, it's just, there's some inherent danger in the skateboard, and then uh, we hear the wheel stop, and he goes upstairs. We hear, yeah, we hear him run up there, we hear him run back down, and uh, it's kind of quiet behind us. And we look back there, and he is about to try to um skateboard and use a jump rope at the <laughs> at the same time. And I'm like, it is insane, the stuff that he is very, very cautious about, but he's about to try and ride a skateboard while, <laughs> while jump roping. If that ain't some of the most scariest, uh, ankle killing activity in the world, jump roping on a skateboard. It's insane, man. But, uh, <laughs> so we stopped him before he killed himself, but man, it's, it's just funny how like, oh, I don't want to try. Um, I don't want to try zucchini, but let me, um, let me skateboard. And jump rope at the same time. That's that's not dangerous or scary. <laughs> it's just hilarious, man. The shit that kids do. Um, I forgot where I saw this. It, it might have been on Twitter. And some people showed me some um, some video clips of other podcasters talking about this in the past. I, I can't remember. But this guy was asked how many. Oh, this is what it was. It was a video of a probably I would say seven. To nine year old Asian kid, and he's doing some pretty intense martial arts, he kicks and all that kind of stuff. And someone asks, How many of these kids would you fight? Look, I'm a grown ass man. I'm six to almost like 265 pounds. I don't give a fuck how much karate, kung fu, MMA a nine year old kid knows. I'm whooping his ass. I'm sorry. And how many? At least 50. These are one hitter quitters. Uh, people, I, I can't fight that. I could never. That kid could kick my ass. No, he can't. He cannot. You, any grown adult man, can beat up any and every nine year old on the planet. I don't give a fuck what you know. You're nine. <laughs> it's just I outweigh you by my my son probably weighs fifty pounds. That's almost I'm almost six times his size. Now I'm not I'm not saying you can't get caught in the balls or you know then you got to you got to be careful. You got to be careful, but if you catch one, it's over. You can just pick them you can pick them up and throw them. And the thing is, if you if you are approached by an army of 9-year-olds, look, after they see what you do to one, they're not going to their kids, they're not going to want to fight. Come on, man. It's it's not like it's not like uh Someone was like, "All right, do you want to do you want to fight these uh I don't know these uh preteen silverbacks or some shit or tiny little monkeys? That's that's different, you know. These motherfuckers are getting raised, uh, instinct kicks in. they The strongest that's that's one thing. You, you're talking about a human being or a you know like a small like a bobcat or some shit like that. That yeah, they might get scared, but they might get scared. But when they get scared, they're gonna fight harder. A nine year old kid, dude. If you <laughs> If you blasted a nine-year-old kid in the face and all his friends just watch his eye, nose, lips, teeth just explode. All of a sudden, all that shit their sensei told them is out the window. Okay? You take two of them and you make them slap each other. <laughs> you make them fight each other. Just <laughs> get, They're done. So this 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 thing of people being afraid of, of to fight all these nine year old nine year olds get out of here. You're afraid of a nine year old? Come on, man, get out of here with that shit, man. Send send as many as you can. If I had infinite stamina, I would say I would fight an infinite number of nine year olds. Okay, uh, but I I would say at, at least realistically. I know I joked around and said 50, but honestly, if 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 about 10, nine year olds attack me, they're going down. I'm taking the first one, I'm throwing them against the other one, so you're gonna knock out three or four right there. Then boom, you you fucking crush one across the face with a nice jab. Come well, on, that's that's another one. And then the, the two or three that are left, they're gonna go off running. It, it it's just uh, yeah. If you he, if he can't fight a, a bunch of nine-year-olds, you shouldn't you shouldn't be an adult. <laughs> I'm sorry. Fucking, oh, uh, this kid kicked my ass. Get out of here. Get the fuck out of here, man. Most kids can't even open like a two-liter. Or, yeah, I mean, are you really afraid of a nine-year-old kid? <laughs> Watch me get beat up by a nine-year-old today. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my life I, I, Out here I would run into like a 6 foot 5 320 pound 9 year old for some reason at Walmart And get beat up by them So I'm saying I, I would fight in any number of 9 year olds Because I'm a grown ass man And uh, they can't beat me Because I outweigh them by at least 5 or 6 times And I'm pretty cool <laughs> So alright Let me let me say this I, I, I might have talked about this But my wife and I we started watching Cobra Kai God damn it. Cobra Kai is hilarious. It is hilarious. I can, I can almost guarantee you there's so many like woe was me white dudes out there that look at Johnny and go and they feel that's them. They had their heyday back in the day when they fucking had their, their blonde locks. Now it's over. Now they got to live in this shitty apartment because America's turned their back on them. And now they got to be a, a handyman. Dude, what handyman is carrying a big ass metal toolbox around in 2021? When did, it, when did it come out? Even in 2018 or 19, when it came out. That's how down on his luck Johnny is. He has to carry an old ass 30 pound <laughs> metal toolbox that no one carries anymore. I, I don't think I've, I've... My dad has some metal toolboxes downstairs that in our in our basement in Rochester. Let me see it's a... Do they have to weigh 75 to 80 pounds a piece? Insane. Insane. Ridiculous way to transport tools. <laughs> Let's put metal tools inside of this metal box with a small handle. It's fucking... Crazy. I wonder how many people were killed by their own toolboxes back in the day. Ridiculous! A big ass metal fucking oh Jesus! Could you imagine just pushing that shit up on the ladder? Right, you just you just push it over your head until it reaches the ledge, and you go, oh, I got it, and you try to back that back down. But for some reason, that one three eighths uh, socket just kind of just uh, it rolls to that to the uh, side, hanging off of the the ledge, and here it comes tumbling down. <laughs> yeah. Right into your face. That's not like some shit that happened to Chevy Chase in almost all of his movies. But that, that's that got to fucking suck to have a, a toolbox fall on your head. Yeah, you, you're fucked, man. And, uh, and you're on a ladder. Jesus. And I think insult to injury, I think if you got hit with the toolbox on a ladder, you're going to get hit twice. Because boom, it's going to hit you. You're going to fall off the ladder. And then it's probably... Probably going to fall on your stomach, junk, or chest. Or yeah. yeah. It's just uh it's some acme shit going on, man. That's that's <laughs> that's crazy. But um anyway, I'm uh I'm I'm going off the rails here. Uh now this this shit was gross, man. Uh I need to I don't know where he is. Let me let me look it up. I I thought I had it here. This this pastor named Mike Todd, and I actually have a friend named Mike Todd. Uh, pastor Michael Todd spit in his hand, cupped it there for two minutes as he continued to preach. Oh, Tulsa Megachurch Congregation. So this guy's in Tulsa, Oklahoma. This dude spits in his hand, and uh, he was basically saying, like, uh, could you and would you be willing to receive a blessing Uh, From God, even even if it was nasty or gross somehow. And he begins to talk about when Jesus was where Jesus was somewhere. Oh, here we go. Oh, shit. God damn, I had it. I had it. I had it. Here we go. Here's the here's the reference, if you want it. Mark 20 Mark 8, 22 to 25 a passage where Jesus was with his disciples and they were they were they uh, arrived in some village called Bethsaida where he was met by a blind man who asked him to heal him. And apparently Jesus took the man outside the village, spit on his hands, rubbed it on his eyes and boom, the guy could see. And apparently this Todd guy, this Mike Todd was doing it with a blind parishioner at his church. This motherfucker spits in his hand Preaches and then rub spit all over this guy's face. Yes, this man's just a preacher. Spit in his hand. hocked the loogie. Held it in his hand and then rubbed it in this man's face. That is some of the most disgusting shit I've ever heard in my life, man. Look, and I've seen some... Weird ass porn, <laughs> but this shit, man. Come on, man. What, what the fuck? And I just, I just really want to know, like, to, for some of y'all Christians, what is up with this shit? Like, I, I don't, I don't think I believe in anything or anyone that much to the point where I will let someone spit in their hands and rub that shit in my fucking face. I used to hate when my mom and my aunts would lick their finger and just rub some shit off my face. That's, even that's gross. That is disgusting. And this is, a, this, this is two grown men who I believe probably have working brains <laughs> let another man spit in his hand and then rub that shit on his face. I, I again, I again, I don't believe in anything or anyone that to that point, where I will let them rub rub sp- their spit in my face, and to and to watch people on on like Twitter and and Facebook talk about how like these are men of God and people don't understand, and it's just like you're just allowing yourself to be disrespected, Having, letting someone rub saliva into your face. That's the most. That's the most disrespectful thing you can do to somebody is spit in their face. And just to watch people just justify this is, is absolutely, absolutely ridiculous to me. The level of brainwashing that it it takes to, to, to be able to like justify this is, is insane to me. But he apologized and said it went too far. So, and that's what I really would like to see. The people who are like, oh, he's a man of God. See, people don't understand this. And, you know, this is this is how God works. And it's beautiful. And you got to have faith. People are quoting scriptures and shit. So what, what do you say after the man who did it goes, you know what? I went too far. What do you say then? Can you still justify it? I want to say this is also the same man. I saw another clip. Where he was basically saying like, hey, you know what? Uh, He telling women basically abuse isn't a reason to leave somebody. Could be wrong. I think it's the same guy. You know, let me, I don't know if it's the same guy. Now that I think about it. But I think it is. But I, I, you know what? I'm going to say it it might not be. Fuck. I I just don't understand why people listen to this type of bullshit. I would to be I hope it's the same guy cuz I would hate to hate to see that it's multiple people out there just saying and doing wild shit on from a pulpit which I already know happens it's it's happens since day 1 um yeah I just watched a clip from OA on, on I mean you know what? I'm not even going to go there not even going to go there but uh man <laughs> I I I could never let any I would never let anyone rub spit in my face for the sake of uh for for anything I'm sorry. Especially for some religious nonsense. That is uh, absolutely ridiculous. And uh, lastly, I would like to talk about uh, another wild video I saw. Is this young brother from um, Louisiana. His name is Gary Chambers. Chambers. I'm sorry. Gary Chambers. And um, he's running for U.S. Senate out of Louisiana. And this dude is smoking the biggest backwood I've ever seen in my life. It's a I wanna say a 37 second uh, commercial basically talking about the um legal inequalities that happen when it comes to marijuana um usage uh arrests and, and all that kind of stuff when it when it comes to uh race, the disparity between whites and blacks and how we're treated when it comes to marijuana. And uh I gotta say I respect the shit out of this dude. It's a dope it's a dope ad. Uh he's 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 quoting some facts and um it's a very powerful image. Here you have a guy running for office smoking the biggest motherfucking backwood I've ever seen in my life. I mean, this dude from Louisiana, he, he probably an NBA young boy, uh, Boosie fan of some shit, but um, I applaud him. He put his money where his mouth was. He goes, you know, we need to stop this shit. We need to stop this. Uh, we need to stop stigmatizing uh, marijuana and especially really demonize it and criminalize it when certain groups of people, uh use it and smoke it or partake in it and um i think right now the video has over 2 million views i have no idea what else he's running on uh i don't know how well his campaign is 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 i don't i don't know anything about the guy but just that ad in itself was very powerful to me um i wish him the best and <laughs> if he in dc i'm probably going to end up trying to smoke weed with the dude um, with that being said, there's a show that's a show. Make sure you guys follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chris Allen Comedy. Um, I'll be in Columbus with my man Mark Norman in about a month. I want to say, yeah, it's uh, February. You know what? I need to start looking shit up. It's right here on my calendar. I should have just had it ready. Okay. Yes, February 18th to the 20th. I'm with Norman and I'm headlining a, sh- a local show that night I want to say 10pm uh, somewhere in Columbus so I'm looking forward to doing that uh, uh, and um, yeah I don't really have much of anything else oh I got uh, Stanton Virginia January 26th um, I had the uh, address in here I can't remember what it is now but I don't think anybody who listens to my podcast lives around there. But uh, God damn it. Now I feel like a piece of shit. Facebook. You know, what? I really got to get rid of this shit, man. I don't really like Facebook anymore, to be honest. Events. Of course, my events don't don't pop up. Here we go. Nope. I don't know. January 26th. Oh, the Tempest Lounge and Bar. There you go. Tempest Lounge and Bar in Stanton, Virginia. Uh September, September. Um, January 26th, 8 o'clock. There you go. And uh oh, host battle. We had to we had to cancel host battle this month due to the weather and COVID and all this type of shit. So uh host battle will be back in DC February 16th, okay? 7:30, February 16th. Uh, at the DC Comedy Loft. Make sure you guys get tickets for that. Tickets are already available for it. So, just to recap Host Battle, January 21st here in Charlottesville. This is why I need to bring my calendar up. Tickets are up for that right now. That is this Friday. Uh, we got a fun lineup. we got some dudes from DC coming. My man, uh, Jay Agbon, um, uh, Jamal Russell, we got Alex Castain, we got uh, Jenny Bonanno. And my homegirl Molly Stetter. It's going to be a fun show. I uh, hope to see a lot of people there, man, because host battle at the, at the Southern is is a sun match. It's so much fun. Shit gets crazy. You've got the coolest mics. We in the crowd. So much fun. Love it. So January 21st at the Southern host battle. January 26th, Tempest Bar and Lounge in Staunton, Virginia. And then Columbus Funny Bone, February 18th to the 20th. And I have a show on the 20th, another show, a local show. I'll get that information in a couple of days. Uh, Yeah, so there you go. Have a good week, everybody. I'm out. Peace.